0: Money FM eighty nine point three, best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM eighty nine point three. You're with me, Shazad on Money FM eighty nine point three. In for Michelle Martin this week. Uh, your money right now. We're going to be talking about uh, property uh, now. Private home prices. In Singapore, rising for the fifth straight quarter, but at a much slower pace, dampening speculation of another round of property curbs in the near future. Why are private home prices slowing? The Monetary Authority of Singapore has said it would remain vigilant over rising home prices, even though the market, property market was not overheated. So what can buyers and sellers do? Also, more office space is expected to be freed up or vacated in Singapore in the coming months as companies here review their workplace needs in light of changes brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. What does the future of office spaces look like? Well, to answer all those questions, we speak now to Eugene Lim, Key Executive Officer, ERA Realty Network, to discuss more. Eugene, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Great to have your insights here. Uh, Let's start with those home prices uh, in Singapore rising for the fifth straight quarter, but at a slower pace. Uh, 0.9% price gain in the uh, three months till June from the previous quarter. That follows an increase of 3.3% in the first quarter and 2.1% in the fourth quarter of last year. So year on year, prices are up about 7.3%. What do you make of Singapore private home prices rising 0.9% in the second quarter, slowing sharply from recent growth.
1: Well, uh, indeed, the numbers have shown that the rate of increase has slowed down. Uh, but uh, just, just comparatively speaking, uh, if we look at landed, it's uh, up just 0.8% in second quarter compared to 69 in the first quarter. And for non-landed, the stats are pretty close to what you have mentioned, is 0.9% up in the second quarter compared to 2.5 in the first quarter. So the two main reasons for this slower growth is that uh, in the second quarter we had the phase 2 heightened alert mm. and this uh, led to the imposition of uh, several measures like for example, the, there are only two persons that allowed to view the property yeah. per day. Yeah. And if you go to show flats, it's a smaller group. So this has led to a slower pace because at the end of the day, most buyers, they would like to see the property before they buy. So this slow down in the pace of uh, viewing. Uh, secondly, uh, what we saw in previous quarters was uh, there was uh, substantial foreign demand and liquidity coming into Singapore. And these were... Uh, somehow absent in the second quarter. Um, However, uh, things are not that bleak. If we look at the prices uh, in the luxury sector, they actually perform uh, better than the city fringe Ah. in second quarter. Yes. Uh, Largely due to uh, more project launches. So despite um, the... Um, the stricter restrictions, developers actually launched seven new projects in the second quarter and five of these were located in the prime regions or what we call the core central region.
0: Mm. Well, what about private home sales themselves, actual sales?
1: Well, actual sales are uh, naturally down, transaction volume is Mm. naturally down across the board. Uh, So if we look at... uh, uh the, the the only one that saw an increase was the core central region which is the prime uh uh for reason that i just explained is yeah. due to the incre- uh project launches there uh the other two sectors the city fringe uh and uh as well as the suburban uh saw um sub- uh pretty uh, substantial slowdown uh, primarily due to the limitations of viewing uh the properties
0: is it uh, logical then to expect now that things are beginning to ease off uh, especially more good news hopefully coming in the next few days that we're going to see the that rise in private home prices uh, exponentially more than it was in the last quarter
1: yes uh, indeed the expectations are uh, becoming uh, more optimistic because mm-hmm. uh, uh, as it is now uh, viewing uh, we are no longer in Phase two heightened alert. We are in phase three heightened alert, which allows actually more viewings. Yeah. As, as it is now, there are more viewings taking place, and uh, as we move forward into managing uh, uh, the 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 COVID situation uh, further down the road, I think more things will open up as uh, the vaccination takes place, and uh, so uh, so we can expect uh, quite possibly more activities. Developers are already lining up their new launches for launch. Uh, new launches uh, to be lo- uh, to be launched in the second half of this year, and quite likely, if everything falls in place, we are likely to see an increase in pace uh, of the in the second half of the year.
0: Fantastic news, and that kind of brings us into the second topic, uh, mm-hmm. where we're talking about the overheated property market because the. MAS, the Monetary Authority of Singapore, said it would remain vigilant over those uh, rising home prices, even though it says that the property market is not overheated. Uh, We had the managing director of MAS, uh, Ravi Menon, saying that it's not overheated because if it is, then we haven't done our job well. That was in responding to a question uh, at a media briefing on the MAS annual report uh, last week. Um, he said that the property market has been remarkably resilient in the face of the pandemic and recession last year and continued uncertainty over COVID-19 risks this year. What do you think about that? Do you think that the Singapore property market is overheated right now?
1: Um, well, we certainly uh, do not think so because uh, while prices have uh, uh, increased, you will find that the increase in prices are not caused by speculation um, are not caused by speculation because the measures are in place as uh, government has said to ensure that any price increase is done at a measured pace. So uh, why why are prices increased is largely because land cost has gone up, mm-hmm. construction cost continues to remain high and uh, we have a fair amount of liquidity in Singapore and the other driver is actually the very attractive uh, housing loan interest rates, which is an all-time low now. You could get a housing loan for around uh, 1% plus minus. So, so these are actually the key drivers of the market. But you, you can see that it is not driven by speculation because uh, the additional buyer stamp duty, seller stamp duty, these measures are still in place. The amount of money that one can borrow from the bank is tightly regulated. Yeah. So, so you find that that's that's why uh m a s has come out to say that in they are not uh they are of the opinion that the market is not overheated because the government has done uh their job uh, effectively which is we tend to agree so um so the price increase to i mean put things in perspective um is how you look at the numbers. So mm. last year we all know that the economy went down. The yeah. the GDP contracted in twenty twenty. That's right. And the residential property price index last year went up by just one point six percent. So it's it, in a in a very so-called um concern in a period where there's a you know very concerned period the, the price index though it increased by it was very little. So uh this year uh, as at first quarter, this that's what MAS is looking at. The the fi- the property price index was 5.6 yeah. percent above the pre-pandemic level. So this, um, it's still okay considering uh, how things are. So I think why what they are monitoring is actually the pace of con- the continued price increase. So how fast mm. is price increasing? versus uh, income levels. So how fa- how fast income is increasing versus how fast property prices are increasing. The whole idea is to ensure uh, that um, these things do not go off tangent. That means you do not see price increasing much faster than income growth. Otherwise, properties will become unaffordable. Right. That's one. Number two, there will be a burden to the household debt because people will have to borrow more to buy properties. And thirdly, because there's a huge amount of debt, then there will create a burden to the financial system. So this is what their, 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 they are closely monitoring, and they have their internal uh, ratios and numbers that they will probably uh, trigger off an alarm and take action when the time comes.
0: Just just going on that, I mean, there has been, as we just said, the PPI it's uh, risen above uh, pre-pandemic levels. There's a, a fairly decent recovery there in some in some measures. Uh, it has sparked speculation that the government may impose cooling measures for the first time since 2018. I mean, we say that quite a lot, don't we? But do you see that actually happening?
1: Um, well, um, from what MAS has said uh, in uh, recently, I think we could say. Um, well, not for now, but mm-hmm. the 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 risk is still there. So right. we don't know uh, when the measures will come. But uh, like uh, what we were talking about earlier on, is that they have a set of internal numbers which mm. they are looking at, and if these cross that 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 line, I think then it would trigger an alarm uh, for them to possibly consider uh, cooling measures.
0: We are talking to Eugene Lim, key executive officer, ERA Realty Network, uh, discussing home prices in Singapore rising for the fifth straight quarter, Uh, the property market and whether it's overheated or not. uh, Eugene says it is not in agreement with the MAS. And now we're going to talk about the future of office space uh, because it's expected to be freed up or vacated in Singapore in the coming months as companies here review their workplace needs in light of changes brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. So with uh, more firms, Eugene, set to cut office space in the coming months, um, I guess, could you say the writing is on the wall for the future of office space in Singapore on a global scale, or or are we a bit premature with that one?
1: Okay, so we are in, uh, I would say, uh, eventful times as far (laughs) as the CBD office space is concerned. Uh, Why do I say that, number one, uh, um, the the COVID situation has led to a lot of rethinking yep. amongst uh, large space users. So, for example, the banks used to occupy large uh, floor plates within the CBD area. So, uh, this during this period, a lot of them have discovered that they could actually still get their job done uh, without having to have so much office space in the CBD. Mm. So, and uh, a lot of these banks, they also have space in the business park. So you'll see a fair amount of banks. Their back end is actually in the Changi Business Park uh, and all that. So they have done a fair amount of uh, reshuffling of their uh, space users. So um, um, a lot of uh, why the banks are doing this is a lot of the banking activities have gone digital. Right. Okay, that's one. And number two, uh, basically... Uh, because it has gone digital, you can largely work from anywhere in the world. Mm. You don't have to be physically in the office. So the banks are the ones that uh, we see are actually downsizing their office space in the CBD area because that is very expensive rent and those people that do not need to be in the CBD, they they have been uh, rearranged to work elsewhere and all that. But with the space being vacated, by uh, banks who are downsizing, you will find that these spaces are actually quickly taken up by other space users. For example, um, there are several buildings in the CBD area that is up for redevelopment. So they are going to be torn down Mm -hmm. to be rebuilt. So this will take a number of years and the the tenants in these buildings, they have to vacate. So these are CBD uh, office users. So they have... Taking this opportunity and and prime space is now available and during COVID period landlords tend to be more negotiable. Mm-hmm. They they are taking this opportunity to actually move into better office space, uh, coming from an old building that is actually going to be redeveloped. So 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 in in a sense that's why I say that in the C B T area while while there is vacancy because people giving up spaces these spaces are also taken up so then comes to the what's happening in the uh, office market is that in in a market we call it there's great a office space and great B office space so great a is in the CBD area right. great B is outside of CBD area so every there's this 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 phenomenon going on now that's called a flight to quality so i from uh from a not so nice office I can now move into a nicer office and on better terms because the 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 covid period uh has uh, made you no know, landlords are more negotiable so so actually who is taking the hit are those grade B offices which uh, are actually are beginning to see vacancy increase so grade B offices are outside of the CBD area so, so that's that's the, the situation happening mm. in the office market in general.
0: And I suppose that will prompt the, the very obvious question now, the, the, the impact on, on office rental prices.
1: Um, yes, we have seen uh, some uh, downward movement in both uh, CBD office rents as well as um, suburban office rents, mm. uh, grade B offices, but as because grade a office space is still in demand. Uh, you find that though the, the amount has decreased, the asking rent has decreased, you find that, um, um, it's not a significant decrease. So, because the demand is still there. Uh, having said that, a lot of, uh, multinational companies are key. Also, Singapore is on the radar of a lot of these multinational companies mm. and, uh, they, they can see how well we have managed the COVID situation and I'm quite sure many of them uh, have plans to move uh, more of their operations into Singapore uh, in, the, in the months and perhaps the years ahead.
0: A nice optimistic note to end on, Eugene Lim, Key Executive Officer of ERA Realty Network, discussing with us the property market here in Singapore uh, and uh, office space as well. Thank you very much for your thoughts and insights. We look forward to talking to you again.
1: You're most welcome. Thank you.